hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Follow the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor are always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 138. My name is Trevor Long, and joining me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day, Trev. Welcome to the Tech Guide studios once again. Great to be here, and I, I promise that next week we will um, we will uh, get to the Your Tech Life new studio. It'll be the grand opening. The grand edition. opening, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and we do all this thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. We'll tell you about them a bit later. Lots to talk about this week here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, we spent a bit of time last week talking about the Xbox One, and uh, we we hinted to the fact that obviously this week would be PlayStation Four, and we've both had had this thing to muck around with for a while. Um, it, it's hard because it's just as impressive as the as the Absolutely. Xbox One in terms yeah. of a leap forward. But I guess what's really interesting for me is that you like if we were if and I've said this all week when people talk about you know PlayStation versus Xbox, you know, which is it. If you I've, were, been, I've only been asked that about fifty-eight yeah. times this week. If you were a Ford guy and I was a Holden guy, yeah. uh, it'd be yeah, there'd no. be no, com- exactly no conversation. <laughs> it's exactly this. Yeah, I'm an Xbox right. guy broadly, yeah. and you're a, I'm PS3 more a PlayStation guy. guy so, yeah. so it is. It's hard to compare, but what that does do is it gives you the advantage of saying just how different is this thing? Yeah, it is. So, how yeah. different is the PlayStation Four? Well, it is. It's it's just amplified the PS3. Like the PS3 was a big was that was a big change. Yeah, that, but that's like seven years ago now. Uh, the and that's, this is the important thing. Yeah. Like, I had someone say to me, "Oh, it's another." I said, "Hang on, whoa, we're not talking about iPhones here. We're not yeah. talking about Samsung phones. These things don't get upgraded every year. This that's is right. this is years in the making, let alone years between consoles." Absolutely, yeah. No, and I think the this has been uh, this is a terrific up- upgrade. I'll say that up front. The the device, the the product is excellent uh, in is. terms under the hood. I don't think a gamer could ask for more. It's got the eight core processor, everything happening, the graphics. Process, it's all working. Like you think about all... gamers who build their own PCs, and yeah. if you if you could actually build your own console, most people would probably spec it up this Absolutely. way. Absolutely, no. This this is. I think no, it's it's a massive step in the right direction. I think Sony should be really proud of this product. There's going to be a lot of people um, uh, lining up for this as they mm. did the Xbox. But their marketing though has really hit the nail on the head. Like they keep saying this is for the players. Like everything to do with PS3, PS4. That has been the catchphrase, which was, and they've nailed it. Which seemed interesting because Xbox was going down the home entertainment route, yes. the lounge room route, and, and Sony's just gone, no, no, we're for the players, yeah. which is a point of difference. I get that, but it's also kind of a, it's 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 in a sense excluding all of the other features that do exist on the PS4, yes. but they're just going, you know what, they'll come. We'll talk about those later. Mm-hmm. This is for the players. No, no but there are. Look, don't, don't get us wrong. Like there, there is still a lot of features here for the whole Bunch family to enjoy, including games, a lot of content. There's all of that there. You got your but movies, you got your music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But at its heart, this is meant to enhance the gaming experience. So let's talk about the games. Um, you know, the thing that, and we talked about this last week, the games that exist 
uh, on They're both... exclusive games we're talking about. Yeah, aren't well, we? that's what I was... I wanna, what I want to say is there are games that exist on both platforms yep. and on older new generation. That's not what we're going to talk about here because what's important is the exclusive games, the things that you can only get with a PS4, the the games that will take the best advantage of that power under the hood. Mm -hmm. And you've got to remember too, like back in February, I think, was when they had the first teaser about the Mm. PS4, the specs. So you've got to remember, developers have been working on these games for about a year, almost a year, I reckon. Even before that announcement, developers would have got the heads up to say, right, it's going to do this, it's going to do this, and it can do this. So developers know know exactly how much headroom they've had, and they've been going hell for leather. So as a result of that, I think Sony have come up with some pretty good exclusive games. There are some games here, though, that are more aimed at the younger players as well. My son... Can't wait to play Lego Marvel. <laughs> Lego. I just haven't yeah. had time to let him, let him let him have a go. I've had a bit of a play with it. It's it's good fun, you know, yeah. the Lego Marvel game. But but all the, the games like Killzone, Shadowfall, that that's that's kind of the that's the you know how Xbox have got had Halo and all those games. Mm. This is PlayStation's shooter sci-fi game. Mm. Killzone, I think, it, and and it takes advantage of every corner of the system in in yeah. terms of performance uh, and the realism uh, and just how how smooth it is. Uh, so that that's a that's a really good launch title to look forward to. The early um, early next year Drive Club is going to hit hit the PS4, yep. and I had a player that's that that's going to be their Forza sort of thing, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It? Well, see, they've got or, Gran Turismo. Yeah, that's right. right. Gran yeah. Turismo. Is Gran Turismo Six going to be available on the PS3? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've I've been wrong and right about that. Yeah. In, in different well, I think what we're going to see, week. we should make it clear too, and this goes for Xbox too, there's going to be a lot of games that are going to be released on both for a mm. while. I don't, yeah. I don't think they're going to cut the umbilical to... Because yeah, you've got to remember, there's like 60 million people who still got PlayStation 3s yeah. and probably as many that have got Xboxes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're not going to suddenly evaporate overnight. So don't worry, people, if you don't rush out and buy a PS4. Because you can PS3 games are going, to be, are going to be available for a long time to come. So, so I think there's going to be concurrent releases of titles. Like you know, so, needs for, the next Need for Speed will be on both mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Drive Club is basically... It's 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 literally that. You you, you and I could have start our own little club... Yep. Um, where you drive a Mercedes and I drive a Mazda, whatever it might be, yep. um, and we can have our own little club and we can compete against people around the world and we can recruit people to our club. It's a very interesting kind of social racing game, um, and you know it's it's fantastic. And in that's terms exclusive of the to and Sony, uh, and, and they've got a number of exclusive titles too that we're going to be seeing rolled out for PS4 mm. over the coming months. Include Infamous was another good, uh, another excellent PS PlayStation franchise, uh, and the version, the latest version called Second Son, takes that even a step further. Mm. So that's had a lot of support. Killzone we've already mentioned, uh, but. The, the features that I quite like about the gaming side of things is yeah. the second screen. And uh, there, there will be, in the box, you don't get the camera and the microphone. So mm-hmm. with with the Connect, with the Xbox One, it's, it's $50 more expensive, but mm-hmm. you get the Connect and all that. Yep. that. There is a peripheral available for that for the Sony, mm-hmm. but not you can need to pay extra for that. The PlayStation's fifty bucks cheaper. This may be more than fifty bucks. So oh, I, I think it puts them on par, really, yeah. price wise. But the the standout for me is remote play. Yeah, the, the, the second screen is a big PlayStation big Vita is a great little little thing. Yeah. I, I've always loved it. Um, it's fun to play. It's got great graphics. Yeah, but, but but like like the PS4 itself, it's for gamers. It's it's not correct. An iPhone that yeah, you play a little game. It's for real dedicated gamers correct. on the go. And and here's the thing, right? And this is very easy to describe. You've got a PS4. It's in the lounge room. Um, your wife's watching Desperate Housewives or whatever the hell the show is these days, <laughs> and you want to play Killzone. Uh, you turn on your PS Vita. You, you power up the PS4 without turning yeah. the TV over to the PS4, and you enable remote play on the PS 
on PS3. the same Wi-Fi network. And yep. you are using the PS4 on the PS Vita. That's it. It's incredible. It, it's, I, I'm saying to the bloke when he's explaining to me, I'm saying, so you're... It's it's a controller for it. No, no, it's the whole PS4. You play the game on you, it. Yeah. You, the whole game is yeah. on the screen. You remotely so play it. Your yeah. wife can be can be watching TV. The yeah. PS4 doesn't get disconnected, and the screen for the PS4 becomes your remote the theater. The it's, right. it, and, the, and the, there's no lag. It's not. It's unbelievable to play. I've got to be honest. It's my favorite feature of it the is, PS4. Uh, it is cool. And there are other app. There's also apps available. Android mm. and iPhone app, iOS apps, so mm. that you can keep track of your PlayStation network. Yeah, game information. Which is very much smart glass style in terms of Xbox. Well, not I don't think the the Vita remote play because no. the, 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 so, so the Vita, Vita can be play. used. I know remote play, but it can also be used as a second screen. So, it could say for example, in Formula One, mm. it can be your rear view mirror. Right. So that still will work. The the, the the Vita is what sets the the PlayStation yeah. apart from the Xbox. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. The Android and iOS apps are fantastic. Yeah, but, that's but just I, for more community I, stuff. What yeah. I'm trying to do is find the things that make make one or the other better. And, and I think when it comes to cameras and sensors, Kinect smashes, Kinect smashes the, the PlayStation. Yep. When it comes to second screen remote play, th- there's no option on Absolutely. the Xbox. No, so, they don't have a portable system. Exactly. They? So, you, you know, there are distinct mm. reasons to buy one or the other and what, outside yeah. of your Holden versus Ford style loyalty. And another thing that they do share, <clears throat> both the Xbox and the PlayStation 4, is the ability to record and share your experiences. Like They've got uh, the ability to you know, film... To, to capture that to film capture of you having a spectacular kill or drive or whatever it is, yep. and also sharing that to the community. So sharing, I think, is something that when the PlayStation 3 first came out many years ago, mm. the Xbox One, no one had heard of play, Facebook and Twitter. They didn't exist. Exactly. So everyone thought, well, okay, there's nowhere to share it. Now it's a different world today, well, and that's taken advantage of I know of they both have it, but I give the win to PlayStation on this one because their sharing is much wider. You can share directly to Facebook and I yeah. think YouTube, whereas... At the moment, and I know it's going to change, but at the moment, the Xbox is only on Xbox within the Xbox, Xbox Live, Xbox which is network. large though, which is a huge community, yeah, probably yeah, bigger but, than PlayStation Network. But but, but it's see, not as big as Facebook. If I if I run a hot lap on Bathurst, <laughs> I can probably share that with five or six people. Yeah, because I don't have that many Xbox Live friends. I know there's yeah. millions of them out there, but I've got lots of Facebook friends. I mm. want to show them. So Absolutely. to me. The PlayStation sharing is is a, is it a has the edge absolutely mm. yes absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, well, you mentioned price. I mean, in the end, five ninety nine for the Xbox, five forty nine for this plus the camera. If you want that feature, yep. they are pretty much on par. It's yeah. not really a big you argument get, around. You only price. get the one controller. It's the same as same as, uh, as yeah. the Xbox One. But speaking of the controller, really quickly, it's added a little touchpad as well. Again, this is so where, where PlayStation has leaped ahead. Whereas yeah. Xbox has uh, got the vibrating um, um, front. Buttons, but apart from that, yeah. it's pretty now, much the this same. This has added a sl- just a, a little bit more control and an- yeah. another dimension to developers for, yeah. for game game creators to uh, very cool thing about the PlayStation controller. There's a there's a, a light on the front that 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 glows and useful because it glows in different colors yeah. so, so that you can so the see system can recognize it exactly. Yeah. So the system can recognize and also so you can see which controller is which car. It's so also you can split the screen it's a into great, four. Great torch too because I, I play yeah. I play in my theater. It actually mm. lights up the ground around me. It's cool. Well, there you go. If I need to reach down for my cup of tea, I can yes, find it Yes, well, really I easy. wouldn't want you to knock your cup of tea over while <laughs> you're killing right. people on That's Call right. of Duty. That's right, while I'm stabbing and shooting people. And, That's and right. how, how, let, me, let me digress. Have you enjoyed uh, Call of Duty Ghosts yes, on I the PS4? I've actually finished the campaign. Oh, it is terrific. And let me just say, prepare for Ghosts 2. 
That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, standing by. <laughs> all right, the PlayStation 4 is as hot as they come. They're, I think the queues are around the block basically already, figuratively. Yeah. And um, Is it pre-purchasing? Pre, pre the, the pre-purchasing is all... They're like all, That's the only uh, way you can get them. Yeah. And I understand that even if, pre, if you pre-purchase now, you won't get it until January. I, I heard that too. I was actually in Big W today, and they had little uh, dockets you can buy, $50 deposit, and mm. it said late December you could be able to get it. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, that's wishful if, thinking. If about. you're listening and you haven't bought one and you wanted to gift it or something... Mm. Good luck. Get on eBay. Yeah, I think you'll you, have to uh, pay, yeah, twi- you, you'll pay probably double. Have to pay for double. It. Yes. Yeah. So the PlayStation Four and full reviews and thoughts on the PlayStation Four at TechGuide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, I had a uh, my review of the HTC One Max uh, I published on Tech Guide today, and uh, it is released this week through Telstra. Telstra exclusively had this on their four G network. Now you've you've seen this. You went to actually. Travelled to Singapore, mm. la di da. You did went over there <laughs> while I was in New York. That's yeah. all good. But uh, yeah, the HTC One Max. They had a little event last week where they uh, announced uh, the the device and the dates and the fact that Telstra was the exclusive partner on the four G network. Now I've, I've put it through its paces, Trevor, and I have to say, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, I am a little disappointed. Uh, the oh, I love the screen. It's a great full HD five point nine inch screen, uh, and the UI, the HTC Sense and Android and the Blink Feed, love it. Yep. Seen it before on the uh, on the, the HTC front One. Front-facing speakers are still there, they which are, gives you stunning mate, audio. You know, I'm a bit of a sound freak. Mm. These sound probably the best sounding HTC One, probably the best sounding phone on the market. This is up there with it too. So yep. It's a bigger, got bigger speakers. Yes, it does. But there are a couple of little things that bothered me. With this <clears> one. Yeah. Um, and the first the first <clears> one is the removable back panel. Now, I, yeah. I, I, their intention here was okay. We're going to put in a micro SD card slot and give you easier access to the SIM card. So I applaud the effort that they went into to, to have a removable back panel. Mm. But do you think I can get the back panel on properly it's now? just not snap and flush. It is very frustrating. If you've gone out and and put down your money or signed a two-year plan for this, I'd be really disappointed. Now, if you have a look on my review, I've taken a close-up of the top right-hand corner of the panel, and whatever I've tried, that corner of the top yeah, right-hand of the panel will not go back in. And, you know, that's faulty. In my mind, that's faulty on that device. But, see, we, we said before recording, if that happened on an Apple device, oh, you'd be filthy. Be and, 20 and people would get sacked. 25,000, yeah, well, probably. A lot of people getting um, the It just wouldn't happen. And yep. you, you, that's got to be returned immediately if you paid for it. It's just it's just not, not the go. You can't have that kind of quality problem. But, and and the, my problem is, and, and I discussed with this with them in Singapore, it's like, the back removal back cover's great if you're giving them a removable battery, but the battery's not removable. Yeah, There's right. absolutely no it's point. It's just to access the SIM and the micro SD Now, how many, how many phones these days, without a removable back, have a SIM slot in the side, the top, the bottom, or something? Just put the bloody SIM slot somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. So it's just very, very strange to me that they've done that. And, and the other problem that I've got with the device, and I think you feel the same, is yeah. the fingerprint sensor is a great idea, but they yeah. either, it's either an afterthought... It's a funny one. Right? Or... They have simply come up with a really poor positioning of it because it's just a really, well, no, really crappy location. You, th- you think. think of where it is, like the, the for those who haven't seen it, the the fingerprint scanner is on the very back center panel of yep. the phone, so it's where you'd have your finger normally anyway. Yeah, and you can sort of normally feel your way. I was actually hitting the camera by mistake, mm. and then I realised that the scanner is actually below it. Mm. Now, 
it worked half the time. Mm. Other times, had a three attempts, and I had to remember my password. Yeah, uh, I just don't find it natural. I don't find it to be natural, and um, I just think that that the Apple device has found the right location for it because yeah. it's a button you always press. The great thing about their fingerprint scanner is the the customization, so you can actually customize it. So Agreed. a different finger launches a different app. Your That's child, for fantastic. example, can, can get into their little kid zone. You but, can actually, and you can launch apps as well, which I quite like. But um, but it's not enough to make it uh, an absolute killer feature. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think uh, look, it, it, and it is just a, a, a the HCC one on steroids. Oh, and the HCC uh, one mini. It's sort of more like the mini with the white edging, and, True, and, yes. the, and the design is more like the mini. And like I said, the screen is terrific. The, the full HD screen is gorgeous. It's it's mm. for for watching videos, uh, your, your pictures, browsing the web, email. It's terrific, mm. and and more a, con, con, a content consumption device. The thing the thing that I'm most excited about with this phone is actually what it brings to next year. These three little dots on the back that that provide access to the battery for yes. that power charge case. That's that's smart. If yeah. they do that next year with the HTC One and they release the power flip case for the HTC oh, One, they've got to now. Yeah. That 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 will absolutely the two blokes smash. The market. They've got to do it now. I mean, battery life. You look at the number of people carrying around those bloody expandable battery packs mm. for their iPhones. If you put a nice, easy-to-use case and the, the batteries in the front cover, it's just a, such a... This is what I said was, great phone, broadly, but it's actually the accessories that was what yeah. impressed me Although most about it. I like the it. battery. The battery life's pretty good. Oh, no, absolutely. Day and a half I got out of this. But, it, but imagine, you know, real serious heavy use as a primary phone... And then, you know, you had an extra half a day out of it. It's just, it's very compelling. Outstanding, yeah. I think they've got some pretty nice lineup of accessories. Right. If you but, want to have uh, a look at, yeah. the, um, at the at the lip on the back cover that Stephen's experiencing <laughs> with the HTC One, you can read his full review at techguide.com.au. Now, not, uh, not long ago, in fact, while you were overseas, I'm sure it was, because I remember talking about it on the radio while you were away, um, uh, the FAA announced kind of that, that the rules were going to change later this year for using mobiles on, on the gate, like yeah, as you're leaving. Devices, yes. Devices and, 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 and those kind of things um, b- before takeoff, leaving, uh, leaving devices on despite, um, you know, keeping so them in airplane mode, take all off that and kind of stuff. Gate to gate, they gate say, to you gate. can use your device. Now, this week you're talking about, and I saw this on Tech Guide, you're talking about actually potentially being able to make phone calls oh while you're in flight. Yeah. Well, the, FCC, the theory here is absolutely yeah. valid because I've, I've had a, an idiot sitting next to me sending text messages as we're flying <laughs> over Goulburn and coming into Sydney. I'm what? like, are you kidding me, mate? So, you know, it's... it's it's a little very, bit off-putting, isn't oh, it? Oh, mate, it's more than like, a little bit off-putting. As I've said, like... The, I wasn't worried about crashing. I just thought, mate, you're an idiot. It's annoying, yeah. It's just stupid. Well, the story that I've written, and the, the FCC, which is the Federal Communications Commission in the US, uh, the new boss there has come out and said that the the current rulings are, are, are ancient and they're, they're not up with modern times and the technology. Mm. And basically, they're going to have a, put a proposal that they should allow mobile access... Mobile calling access uh-huh. to the to the networks uh-huh. mid flight. Of course. Now, I'm I'm all for, I'm for the connection because I'd love to be able to receive emails and look at use apps and mm. browse the web mid flight. But the other side of it, I don't want to be sitting next to a bloke for three hours who's gibbering on his mobile phone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, huh. okay. I don't I mean, want to be sitting you. next to someone who's gibbering. Without full, a phone, full right? stop. That's right. So the worst case scenario is yeah. that I don't talk to them, and then they find someone else to talk to who's on oh, the other yeah. side of the bloody world. Yeah, oh, you, you love. There are a lot of passengers that sit down. They're a bit talky. They want to know your life story have, before I mean, take got, off. They've got quiet carriages on the Sydney <laughs> trains. Are we going to have quiet planes? Oh, because man. you can't just make you know one one cabin 
bloody yeah, exactly. um, quiet. It's because the whole thing. The cabin of an aircraft is one of the, is one of the last public places where you're free of that. Like yeah. I'm sure you've travelled on a train. Oh, mate. I'm sure there are probably some people listening to this very podcast on a train or a bus or whatever. And you have a listen around you. There's so many one-sided conversations going on. People talking, not realising how loud they're talking. Yeah. And imagine that. By on the a way, plane. if you are listening on a train, just turn it down a little bit because the people <laughs> next to you probably hear you. So we'll just keep it down a bit for yes. you. Yes, they're not talking on their phone; they're just listening. But um, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting idea. I see idea. problems here. I just look. Please don't make it happen. Allow, allow, as you say, allow data but how to come gonna, through. But how are you going to police it? How if, if there's mobile connect connectivity on a plane? I think what's there to be stop some sort someone of... making a quick call? I know, oh, yeah, we're, we're, I'll be there shop. in three hours. <laughs> Just put a little buzzer in the seat. Well, Bzz. how are you going to how are you going to police it? Oh, it's right. either full on or not on. Well, here. mate, I'm voting for not on. Well, I don't know because I think mate, that this when is, you can have you're gonna lose. You, you can have Wi-Fi. What, what they need to do is introduce Wi-Fi on all yeah, planes, yeah. and then there's no conversation about this. Yeah, Just get enough. the internet fair happening enough. on all planes, fair and enough. there will be no conversation about. But then calls. people may use Wi-Fi don't too use for, Skype. for don't, Skype. Don't and stuff. Just smash them. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start <laughs> slapping people. Right. <laughs> All well, right. it's going to be. Look, I'd hate to be a flight attendant trying to enforce yeah. these rules. If you want to see the story, check it out at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to Netgear. Netgear.com.au, the place to go to check out all the latest in home and small business networking. And as ever, we talk about the importance of, of Wi Fi in your home. And no matter what size your home, you may find dead spots. And that's the area where that little bar, those three or four little bars on your phone, drop down to one or none, and Facebook stops working, internet stops working, and you're lost. You don't know what to do. Well, you can extend the internet and your Wi-Fi into that area with a simple Wi-Fi range extender from Netgear. They've got one of the best ranges of these products. They are the leader in this product category, and it's just so easy to do. You plug, you press a button, and you play. It's as that easy, and it's it's simply a matter of putting one of these devices in between the dead spot and the modem itself. You'll push your network out further, and you know what? Put one in the kitchen if it overlooks the backyard, and you've got the barbecue covered. People can check Facebook and uh, post Instagram photos from the Christmas barbecue, whatever you like. Netgear has you covered. Netgear.com.au story uh, coming out of Choice. Mm. Uh, Choice released a, 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 a statement or a press release a couple of days ago, and they, they did a little investigation, an in-store investigation uh, all around how stores interpret consumer law and how sales staff understand it uh, and how it affects warranties. Now, it was very interesting to hear that 85% of stores actually got it wrong when it comes to your rights around warranties and extended warranties if that's required. So they did a bit of a secret shopper exercise. They did. And, and, I, and look, it really uncovered uh, something that I never knew, and I'm sure some of our listeners and some of my readers never knew this either, mm. the fact that even after your warranty expires, there is still protection if the product doesn't work. And is that the statutory warranty we yeah. talked about well, before? It, it's, it's, well, it is, but it's also what, what, how the, the law states it as a reasonable expectation mm. of the product working as yes. it's described to. Yes. So if you put down, for example, $2,000 to buy a flat screen TV mm-hmm. and it stops working after two years, even though there was only a 12-month warranty, yep. you still have a reasonable expectation 
expectation that you the pay $2,000, the product should work longer than two years. Correct. Yeah. So whenever people, and it's brought into question, uh, in my mind, the extended warranty. Now, that's just free money yeah. that stores make at the point of sale. They kind of play on your fears that, look, you know, after a year, if this thing conks out, you may be left stranded. That's actually not the case. That's what they use to give uh, to try to sell that extended warranty. And so they found up to that five people, years. People so. were basically being dudded at the counter, being told a That's bit right. of a furphy. Well, you know, it's really <laughs> uncovered a, a very interesting thing for customers, especially if they're putting down money for the major electrical products, whether it's a TV or uh, projector. Oh, the or only whatever, time I've ever done it, can I tell you? Um, I've never taken an extended warranty except Me when neither. I bought a dishwasher. Right. Hey, like you know, don't 12... dishwashers come with like a ten-year warranty? I don't know. I don't think it did. That was what that dishwasher was my did you buy? It was, was like it a Bosch, Al- mate. Al- no, mate. It was like a buddy Bosch or something. <laughs> okay, I yeah, I'm they more nervous with... about it. I need to go and check that. I think I got gypped. <laughs> Uh, but anyway. the point is, though, that uh, I think a lot of customers out there don't know their rights. Yeah. And, the, and the worrying thing is that the store staff didn't know it either. They were, so yeah. they were they were just assuming that, well, okay, well, if the warranty runs out and, you're, and something happens, well, it's, it's out of our hands. You've got to contact the manufacturer, which is also wrong. Yes, the store you, you, has a duty of care for the customer. Absolutely. And so, I say this all the time when people complain on the radio about you know a, a big company that um, that they bought a product from, it's like, oh, and then they told me to ring them. No, no, you take it back to, I don't care whether it's a Telstra store, a Vodafone store, a Harvey Norman or JB, yeah. if you bought something there. That's right. Uh, it's not, you don't go to the big brand, you go back to the store and you say, it's broken. Please yep. get it fixed. Get it fixed. Either repair it, replace it, or what is the other R word? Repair, replace, or... Something. Well, think of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> return. I'm, return. Return. Yeah, return, yes. repair, replace. So that that's the store's responsibility. Absolutely. So uh, d- stand up for your rights, people. We're getting gypped, people. Check it out and uh, and be aware of your rights. It's a really important thing, especially when you're shelling out that much cash. Really important to be aware Absolutely. of your rights. Check out the story at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So interesting um, uh, kind of relationship formed on iTunes uh, this week where Apple, iTunes and all the music labels got together to release um, a 39-track album um, which is a, a benefit album for the Philippines uh, typhoon disaster relief, and mate, I got to tell you, I jumped straight on and bought the album, sixteen ninety nine, fourteen dollars and two cents of which I think it is goes directly to the Philippine Red Cross. And you know, I've talked about this a couple of times today on the radio. It's just such a simple way of do of feeling. I mean, I know charity is a tough thing because you give lots of money. It's it's absolutely it matters, mm-hmm. but you give a little, like fourteen or fifteen bucks. Yep. You're doing your bit. It's the best some people Absolutely, can do. Yeah, I've done the same. And you, I think you it's a great it. idea. Yeah. You, you give and you also get. I mean, it's and such receive, a fantastic yes. thing. Well, I think when you, it's it's an intelligent way that they've done it, and I think it's it's quite a painless way they've done it. They, these, these songs have been around for. We a long know time. how to use our iTunes account. Absolutely, they're all. Yeah, it's a bloody great album. Beatles, on, yeah. Michael Bublé, Bruno Mars. There's heaps of great yeah, tracks on tracks. there. There's 39 tracks. You said, wasn't it? Very easy to find on the iTunes store. And the other thing, uh, Stephen, that I loved about it, if you click on it. Um, uh, it's it's actually there's also an option there actually just to donate to the red to the Philippine yeah. Red Cross which is very cool and here's my advice right especially if you've bought it already for yourself give it as a gift yes. give the app so you go to the iTunes store and the little arrow next to the buy click that and go gift gift, gift to a, this gift album. this album and you gift the album you pay sixteen ninety nine your friend gets an email saying hey you know Trevor's just bought you an album happy days thirty nine tracks. Mm. 
And 14 bucks has gone straight to the Philippine Red Cross. Yeah. Christmas Great is coming. Course. Hello. Yeah. Great, Great idea. Course. And so, you know what? And all the, the proceeds are going to the people who really need it. Geez, the Philippines, are, the, the, that typhoon that ripped through there. Geez, a lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people displaced. They don't have a home anymore. I think so, we'll find, uh, terrific, uh, we'll find this, will, this will do great stuff for Absolutely. the Philippine Red Cross and uh, look forward to seeing how much they raise. And it's a really simple way to do, do your bit. So check it out at iTunes. Open up iTunes on your phone or on your computer and look for Songs for the Philippines. Well, it's that time of the week. Time for Stephen to to drum out a couple of products. We'll make this first one. We need a we need a trolley. We've got to wheel it in. It's huge. To it the sixty five inch TCL four K TV, which you um you've had a bit of a play with. Um, oh, I've had a look as well. Yes. Um, a four K TV, mate. When you sit it down in the lounge room, it's a big bugger of a it's thing. A big what did you think? Yeah, oh, look, I, I, I'm a fan of TCL. I think they offer a lot of value. They offer a lot more quality than people give them credit for as well. Mm. Uh, but the 4K quality, I have to say, uh, is excellent. And we actually got a chance to view native 4K. Mm. We were with the TV. We got a, a massive computer that we had to plug in, so I had to stream the 4K off the hard drive. But yeah. look, the technology will be there where the 4K will come on one or two discs or whatever it's going to be. But in 4K mode, it was terrific. You know, I've, I've reviewed LG, Sony. I've reviewed all the 4K Ultra HD TVs. And this isn't far behind, I have to say. Probably the black level is slightly lower than the than the Sony and the LG. But for the price, I think you're getting a darn good television for the same price as a top-of-the-line full mm. HD TV from one of these other brands. One downside, though, audio wasn't that good. The speakers mm. weren't that high quality. For the quality picture you're getting 4K, you're let down by the audio. So my advice in my review is the 5000 you're going to save if you decide to go down this route. Spend it on a sound bar, good speaker system. Spend that'll make up for a fifth that short of that on a sound bar. That's yeah. right. But now I think TCL. I think of uh, they've actually lowered the price. The original price of this was four triple nine. Mm. Now it's three triple nine. Yeah. And you're getting a don't forget you're getting a sixty five inch TV, yeah, which is not say, bad for that price either. Exactly. You're getting a four K TV, which the upscaling I have to say is not bad either. It's, yes. it's near four K quality. Sony has, has still uh, got the edge. Samsung's as well still got the edge in the upscaling and those black level. But in terms of the, the, the colour reproduction and the saturation, I thought the, the screen was, was quite good. Mm, yep. um, coming out of a factory, by the way, that does produce Samsung TVs in China. So yeah, sure. they're, they're, they're coming out of the same factory. But um, I think in terms of value, it's also a smart TV. It's got all those wi- it's got built-in Wi-Fi, so you can access Facebook, Twitter. You can browse the web. Uh, it's got all those features on board for the price. Excellent value. The only thing I'd say, uh, if I can chime in on your reviews, is 65 inches is bloody huge. It is massive. It's bloody huge. Yeah. And if, you, uh, if, if you've got Foxtel and you don't have HD, you're a gibber because Absolutely. it looks appalling. It doesn't do it, it justice. Really, yeah, really right. standard definition television looks really yeah, bad looks at 65 rubbish. inches unless, yep. you're, unless you've got a strong distance from the TV. So just consider your lounge room. Consider the positioning. Don't get it for um, for show off factor. Get it because you you, the you you do watch a lot of high definition content, and, look, and you will reap the benefits there, because it's bloody not, gorgeous. And, and the other thing, it's moment. a good looking TV. They it do is. good design. Uh, design is terrific, and but the content's coming too. So like, this is a, this is a future proof television because the four K content in one two years time, there's going to be plenty of it, mm. and you're going to have a TV that's going to showcase that material yep. better than you think. Check it out. The full review at techguide.com. Are you? Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we wrap it all up with a little beast from Logitech. I love this. 
This is a great little device, the Logitech PowerShell controller. Now, what it is, it looks like a, a, a over-enlarged case. It looks like one of those iPhone cases for battery power, but it's it's at the top, it's at the bottom, it's huge. Yes, but it's, it's also got what looks like um, you know PlayStation, Xbox gaming controls. It's got a D-pad. It's got the face buttons. It's got shoulder buttons. It's a gaming controller, Trevor. You slip your iPhone inside, and you don't need to put your fingers on the screen and leave leave fingerprints. You can now play the game with physical controls. So it gives it a more console game. Mm. Feel and there are a lot of compatible games uh, available right now in the App Store that run that are compatible with these controllers. So mm. if you love your driving games, your flying games, uh, shooting games, they are they come to life with the Logitech Power PowerShell controller. Seventy five percent, more than seventy five percent of iPhone users to play games oh, on their yeah, device. Absolutely. So there's a it's no wonder that they released it first for iPhone 5 and also works with the iPod 5th generation It's as a well. great iPod little Touch. thing and you can check it out. It, it's something you have to kind of see. So It's so 129.95 as well. Check out uh, check out the photos at uh, techguide.com.au. And thanks to Netgear and netgear.com.au. That's a wrap. A tech, uh, two blokes talking tech, episode 138. Uh, all the products and all the things we talk about are on Stephen's website at techguide.com.au. You can, uh, you can listen to Stephen's own Tech Guide podcast there at techguide.com.au as well as check out when he's on the radio, when he's out and about. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Stephen Finney. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. Stephen, we shall talk next week. I damn well hope we'll be live in the Your the Tech Live Studios. grand opening recording mm. at the Your Tech Live I feel like we're Studios. overhyping it, to be honest. Mate, it's been, it's been, I thought, <laughs> I, mate, I feel like I'm part of it. I've followed every step of the way on Instagram. You've mm. given us a step-by-step. You should do, have like a, a, like a continuous, get all your pictures and line mm. them up so that mm. it's start to finish before and after. And uh, I've got a little warm, uh, housewarming present Thanks, for, for your office as I'll well. I look here. forward to it. So uh, enjoy, Trev. I look forward to talking to you next week. All right, mate. Talk to you next week. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.